I get the cheat code, I'm a beast They should've never let me out of leash Stop out the cap, I'm just tryna see You really back what you talk on the beat They put me in, I'ma walk on the beat I eat my plate and it make me obese I been pushing lyrics like a kingpin And when did that we got no That's our mug, guys If the mug comes flank, well, I thought she was gonna throw don't, it I Don't was gonna do say, it, okay. don't do it, Blaine John Elway do on this piece Okay Clunk him in the head <laughs> Have you guys gotten a chance to get your Kobayashi? Now our mug is matching Multi-purpose Our, our uh our background. Logo. No, listen. You know, you know where the mug also matches. Money. It's green, baby. We got it on all sides. Okay, so you can know that we rock with the green all the time, man. So get your mug, man. I promise y'all, it's gonna help your life, bro. You're gonna be able. If you're feeling sick, the Campbell's cup soup goes in there. You know what I'm saying? If you're at home working and you're a singer, Ferrari, getting ready to go do the radio show, drop your tea bag in there. Boom. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I keep, you can, yeah. I keep pens and pencils in mind. Pens or pencils, mm -hmm. glasses. Look, it's multi-purpose. This you know what I'm guy, saying? Right? You can do all kinds of stuff with it. You know what I mean? So you can put some receipts in yeah, there. Yeah, man. You know? Receipts in there. You can put lollipops if you got kids, little candies in there. If you got your old lady, put some coffee in there. Take it to her and tell her you love her. See, man? If she doesn't love you back, she can throw it at you. She gonna Just prove saying. her point. Just that, saying. It's multi-purpose. It's the gift that keeps giving, bro. Cheat code right. mugs, man. Get you one. I see you wearing the cheat code shirt too. I'm wearing all kinds of yeah. shirts and and I'm listen, call me Mr. NASCAR. Whenever you see me logoed out, I want to be referred to as Kingpin, aka Mr. NASCAR. One time for Wendy, you gave us these, right, Wendy? Yes. One time for uh for, for beet bread and beet for spice yeah. note. Yes. I like the hats. I like the dad Fire. hats. I like the fit, you know what I'm saying, with the neck in the back of the truck. That's what it's called, the trucker, trucker. hat. Not the dad hat. Oh, my bad. Thank you for, yeah, he's the trucker. fashion aficionado. He is the fashion guy. Yeah, so I like the trucker. I like the vibe. And I got my, of course. Let your head breathe. Pause. My music match. You love lanyard. music match. <laughs> I love music match. <laughs> I learned about music match from you. <laughs> really? So that's, it, that's, I'm hoping. When, yeah, I went, yeah, when I went to music biz, that was the lanyard for the for the, for the, badge. For the passes. And I was so excited. I'm like, because it was like you yeah, were no, with Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I love this. So thank you for this. I'm going to keep this one. This one's not going to have anything on. This one's going to go on my wall of stuff because I love Music Match. For those of you I guys who don't do. know Music yeah. Matches, Get Hip Music Match is amazing. So Fire. Yeah. And then we got the Cheat Code merch. Huh? Going federal, baby. Federal Bureau of Promotions, man. We got all kinds of t-shirts. We got the Thank God for When Your Day t-shirts. Uh, small budget. Uh, no problem. No budget. Big problem t-shirts. Uh, cheat Code t-shirts. Cheat Code t-shirts. Cheat hoodies. Code hoodies. Coffee mugs. <laughs> mouse pads. Everything that you could think of. And if we don't have it on the website, let us know. And we'll get it added up and we're going to give you, whoever gave us the idea, a discount code so you can be the first one to order at the Lolo. So give us an idea Boom. of something we got to put on the website and we're going to give you a special discount code where you can order your stuff first so you can show people that you help them, you know, help spice up a little bit. You add a little razzle dazzle. Cool? cool? You guys cool with that? Yeah. Cool. I like giveaways. I know we were uh, talking before we started uh, about, uh, I had turned off my notifications on my phone. Right. So I have to physically go into my phone to look up emails text messages everything same only because it would literally my phone would literally be a scroll of things that i have to go through so i'd rather it would be constant go through it on my own to find what i'm looking for and reply so yeah. your phone your phone is your direct form of contact that's how somebody can get a hold of you i mean yeah i mean these phones are uh these these iphones are mini computers so what do you check more often than not do you check emails or do you check text emails messages? and my text messages both because there's money in both of them Mm. Yeah, and then my yeah. my DMs on on Instagram, it's money in there too. You know, I have a um, I have a tracking program that I track every email that I send out. Mm. You can tell when people open. I them. know when people open my emails. 
So if you get a lot of notifications, imagine the ones that I get because I get a notification when you don't open it. <laughs> yeah. I get an email where it says What's you opened it. What's the name of it. that? Uh, Mail Tracker. Mail Tracker. Definitely, uh, definitely a wise investment. I would definitely, anybody that is, is serious about maintaining that connection, because you know, they always tell you, when I went to my first music conference, they were like, the follow-up. I didn't know what the follow-up was. And you know, when you're leaving the music conference or when you first walk out of the listening party, you know, hey, Wendy Day, it was a pleasure to meet you and blase squase. And then two or three days later, you may text again as a reminder, but then you'll forget if they don't reply. Right. So Mail Tracker is a great way for, for me to, to be remember. able to remember. And because it constantly notifies me. If I send somebody an email That's smart. and they start to open that email a lot because they're going to open it up or resend it to somebody, it'll send me a message with the flame emojis letting me know this email is on fire. So then I can take a proactive approach and hit the client up or hit the artist up or, hey, man, what you got going on? I see you guys are going crazy into the email. What can we start working with? So these are all ways for us to be able to have those reminders, which is what you know kind of led to that. Like, what could somebody else do to get you to check? Because I know you check text messages religiously, but what could somebody on a professional side to you as well? What could they do to encourage you to open emails more frequently? Because that's... I, I open I open all my emails and I stay on top of my emails. So I'm really bad about returning phone calls, but I'm amazing at email. Like yeah. if you email me, I'm going to respond. Me too. I'm on email more than I'm anything. I'm texting. Uh, I will literally tell you to text me a song before you email it to me because I can pop it on my, I can pop can, it right there. You can hear listen it. Listen to it right yeah. there. I'm probably in the car because I'm in the car majority of the day all the time. I have Bluetooth speakers connected around me if I'm at home. So if I'm on my phone, I could pop it right there and listen to it right there. Email, I got to go to the email. I got to download it. Then I got to open it. So, But since I got the corporate job at Warner Records, I have learned that emails are equally as important as text messages. Yes, they so are. They're more I have important. been <laughs> a lot better at my emails because um, before I would literally check my emails at the end of the day. Wow. And now I check my emails all day. Me too. Constantly. So, um, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely in my inbox. More. I'm in my inbox religiously. Yeah, same. I think it's important. I think, I think if you understood all of the opportunities, and and this is not just for you know business opportunities. Obviously, there's money in your email, but uh, beta testing. I'm sorry, beta testing opportunities. A lot of the different programs like uh, Google Workspace, for example, mm -hmm. um, when they made their update the plugin with Bard, um, I I'm going crazy trying to you know learn Bard. And then I got the wild hair up my ass one day. It was like, hey, man, can you guys, how do I connect Bard with Google? And they were like, well, it's, you know, it's coming. And then as soon as I logged out and went to email, there was a, there a was. better email from Google. Hey, we heard you were interested in Bard and do you guys want to test it in? So being able to, to have access to that information. And that's why it, me, and, me and my wife were talking about this on the way in. Is This is the music community. And I'm a member of this community. And I, I've built my hut in this village, in, in this city. And, and, and it's a nice hut. By it's the a way. nice hut. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. It's mine. It's, well it's, established. It's, and, yeah. and, and there are people in my community that, you know, fill a void or are other prospering members of my community. So it behooves me to be able to share information and share resources to build up my community. And unfortunately, in this business, there's not that sense of community. It's more a sense of competition. It's less camaraderie and more um, collaboration in the sense of where I'm not your buddy. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not your fucking friend. I'm, I'm, I'm here to get something done. And if we happen to build a bond or establish a relationship in the midst of us doing that, then so be it. The downside to, 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 to being a member of a community or being a member of a village is that 
unless you're a contributing member of that community, then you're of no use to anybody in that community. And that's one of the problems that I've had. And that's why I'm so glad and thankful for the Chico because I get the chance to come here and help educate my community because I love the people in my community. Some are more talented than others. Some require more attention than others. Some are more productive than others. But I love the members of my community. What I don't love and I don't appreciate is the lack of effort from all of the members in my community, mm. especially considering that nobody was forced to come and relocate here. These are all people that packed up their shit and decided they wanted to come move into this music community. And now that you're here, you don't want to do what it takes to help flourish. You don't want to do what it takes to help cultivate. You don't want to do what it takes to help lead and to build. And that's a problem. And I, mean, I think not having access to email and stuff like that, bro, excuse me, yeah. is one of those major hindrances because the information that you need to build is provided for you. Let me also add, I think, um, and I agree. So, I, but I also want to add, I think a, a communication, uh, communication errors uh, mm -hmm. also play a big factor into how people rise together. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's definitely very cliquish, but as you can see in other cities, um, both smaller and bigger, um, they've, I would like to say people have used the Atlanta blueprint um, in their city because I remember going to Memphis not too long ago and I was listening to radio I was like damn it's a whole bunch of I hear a whole bunch of Memphis vibes now it never used to be like that you would hear other cities in other cities if that makes sense like you would go to New York and not hear New York right. type you, you, music yeah, you listen but to now, Atlanta music when you listen to the if you go to New York it's some New York vibes you go to Memphis, it's a Memphis vibes. You go to Miami, you know, but shout it's out a to, Miami Shout vibes. out to the guys, you know, the, the Fivio <laughs> Forens and, and, and the A-Boogies and, and shout out to the Icewear Vezos and, and, and these guys that are the Skrilla Babies and these guys that are, are making hit music for their community. I remember one of the first things I ever heard you say was <laughs> when I first met you at a music conference was it, being the, you got to be the best in your city in order to get out of the city and, and I never really understood that. And I was always like, so why do we got to leave and go promote? But when you're the man in your city, when you're the woman in your city, when you're that go-to person, when you're that independent artist that people support, they're going to find a way to wedge and introduce your music in between hit records. Yes. When we were going to New York and, and you were listening to, to the clubs, it just so happened that the Migos, the Future, and everybody and their mama from the A had a stranglehold on the industry. Yeah. Well, now the listener is different. I think you had made a comment about the, the age disparity in, in radio marketing research versus the same listeners that prefer to stream content instead of terrestrial radio. Correct. So there was a disconnect there. Yeah. And I think now that that connection has started to been a build a la different platforms, whether it's been Audio Mac or my mixtapes or even YouTube, being able to discover these artists and help these artists get the numbers to where they can land on the desk of a Ferrari Simmons or of a Devin Steele, or of a Shea Diddy, or of a Big Vaughn, or any of these other countless people at radio that can help them, it's made it a lot easier now. Because of socials, because now uh, a Greg Street may be plugged into 10 or 12 DJs that he follows religiously on social media to see what they share because they hold DJing spots on either competing radio stations or at prominent clubs in the city. And so he understands the value of it. So. As, as much as he is a mega influencer, he relies on those micro influencers 
to keep the culture alive. And that's what I was saying Ab- by people absolutely. not Absolutely. Yeah. Like whenever we work records, we go to the DJs that are under the main DJs because it's relatively easy to get to them. And if they like the record and they start spinning it, it, it catches the attention not only yeah. of their fans, but of everybody above them yep. that's looking at them as the tastemaker. Yes. You, all, you always want to introduce it. Pay attention to who's paying attention to you. So like if, yes. if I have five DJs that are in my crew, and I see all five of them playing this new record. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, what's that?" Exactly. And if everyone tells me, "Oh, this is that new shit." What am I gonna do? And you yeah. play the new shit. On the of flip course. side, and 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 sidebar, or, you know, new paragraph. Imagine how important the DJ is now that understands the value of that and says, "Hey, I have a record that me and four or five of my peers are spinning on a regular basis. I need to send this out to my other resources." But because they know how the music business works, they know how to tag music. Now, when they're sending this record out, they're actually helping somebody mm. other than just themselves. Mm. What a concept. I mean, can we acknowledge the growth of TikTok? Um, I remember, and it's easy for me to kind of hop on these things because my kids would literally be ahead of the curve. I remember when Lil Rari was nothing but on TikTok watching people dance all day. You mean musically? No, yes. it was just dancing. No, no, no. No, there was no, no. musically before TikTok. TikTok. Musically. Yes. 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 You mean musically? Yes. Correct. But <laughs> yeah. then it, once it became TikTok and it was nothing but dance, did, yep. did you guys notice now the adults are on TikTok? Yes. And the kids I are running. I saw leaving. someone that reminded me of my grandma cooking and she had 200,000 followers. Yeah. It wasn't like that before. It was nothing but the kids that was dancing that had the 300, 400,000. Now, Grams is on there cooking. And I see other people the same age commenting, oh, send me the recipe. 43.8% of Americans recently surveyed believe they have what it takes to be a social media influencer. Damn. That's half half. of our fucking population. Damn, curse jar. Half of our population in this country thinks that they can be the one providing the entertainment. The other half want to look at them. But- let me also say that's crazy. Let me also say people just want to look at and like and enjoy something dope. I do believe that half of that half can provide that and it be dope because I literally follow Grams. I'm telling y'all now. I, I go on my TikTok and say it later, but she makes good food. She used a whole bunch of butter, but shit, I followed her off of that. Then I followed this one page that posts nothing but 2000 um so- songs from the year 2000 right. on TikTok. All they do is wow. post videos from the year 2000 to 2010. Well, you, you found something that you can connect with. What a concept, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden, the, the, the algorithm worked. Now it started showing me all these stuff from the 2000s. Of course it does. On I my think, page. I think if I'm does. not mistaken, and it's either four or six. Don't quote me on it. But there's only four or six major corporations in the world that funnel everything that we consume, read, digest, and listen to. Okay? So understanding that as much as social media is... A media platform, it's an entertainment platform. News is entertainment. That's why they have to sensationalize it with the yeah. top murder at six to keep you glued in. And then they hit you with, yeah, and grandma on. decided to bake cookies for the homeless shelter. And at three o'clock, a man just got robbed. And today's weather forecast is going to be so there's a balance. So they have to give you, yeah. they just can't give you a plate full of sugar cookies and expect you to be a balanced or, or uh, I know, a, a productive right. citizen. They got to give you some meat and potatoes. You may not like the vegetables and you may like, so understanding what these platforms are, TikTok. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Mastodon, Triller, uh, name them. Go down the list, fan base. They all rely on one 
basic principle for you to be able to connect with like-minded individuals. Yep. That's all your social platforms are for. That's all YouTube is for. That's all every one of these platforms. They're not there to brainwash you. They're there because you're there. And if you're there, while you're there, they want to advertise to you. And if you like what they got going on, they will know because you're going to click on it. It's just that simple. And if we applied that logic to our music, into the stuff that we create, instead of trying to force it down everybody's throat, why don't we just make something? I think it was an Ugly Face posted this. Shout out to my ugly guys, shout out to Ugly Face California. They recently made a post on social media where it was an expert. And he said, the content is the trap. Looked at him crazy. I said, what? Yeah. The content is the trap. Making the content and wanting to make nothing but the content is what stops you from being good. Goosebumps. <laughs> crazy. I was like, that makes all the sense in the world. He was just able to articulate it in a way that I could understand. Right. And so, you know, back to what you were saying with the kids, you're talking a language they understand. The dancers are talking a language they understand. The food lady was talking the, the love language that you understand with your belly. The, 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 the 2000s was talking the love language to your ear. It's understanding how to talk to somebody. And once you, can, once you speak that language, you can tell them everything but that once you need. But once you have that connection, then you build a community. Because the value to any artist is their community. Whether they're building it on TikTok or YouTube or Discord, or whether they have a newsletter, it's, it's about finding your tribe, finding your community, and then feeding them and keeping them there and bringing new people in while you feed the ones that are already there. How long do you think it'll be? before the major record companies introduce a subscription-based service to where you pay $8.99 a month for Warner and you can access every artist in Warner's catalog. How long do you think it'll be before artists become their own brand channel where you're required to make this variation of content? Shout out to Drewski. I just seen Drewski doing a commercial, just seen him doing all kinds of other stuff. And to see what social media has become for him it's, 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 it's a nice indicator of what awaits everybody. If you're good at doing one thing, you're going to have to start learning how to do everything. Everything. Yeah. Because being good at one thing is going to limit you to that one thing. And when that, that sizzle is gone and it's time to go to the next, you're going to be, you're going to be that guy be that's sitting in the barbershop talking about what you did 10 years ago instead of talking about what you can be doing right now today. Exactly. Mm. Question of the day. Question of the day. Okay, let's y'all stay tuned for it. It's coming. Hit that bitch like funk flex. Help us out with that, Blaine. I am over forty. Love music like I love air. I was recently. I was told recently if you haven't figured it out, if if you haven't figured out how to make money by now, quit. But Mm. I can't. I listen to the cheat code every day at work. Every day was all caps. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. And I feel management or production is where I can make real progress. I'm. I'm surrounded by solid artists with zero guidance, and they are looking to me to help them. I want to, but I don't want to screw over anybody in my care. I don't know any managers that aren't crooks. I need some wow. suggestions on how I can move in the best interest for me and my team. Please advise. Well, Praise the cheat code. One, one of the <laughs> thank you. First of all, for real. One of the things that's most important about what you said is to succeed in the music business, you need some money. So if you're just advising artists, 
they'll have the knowledge, but they won't have the money to market and promote. There's over 200,000 artists released every week on the DSPs. So in order to stand above that that din of, of oversaturation, you've got to have some ability to market and promote. It's not a free industry. That doesn't mean if you don't have money, you should quit and give up because you can always find an investor or somebody that wants to partner with you. Because if you're watching Cheat Code every day, you're probably going to lose your job. So watch it at home. Don't watch it at work. But anyway, you're going to want to find somebody that has some belief in what you're doing with these artists so that you'll have know-how and budget to be able to get them to the next level. Just having one or the other doesn't work. You can't have money and no knowledge. You can't have knowledge and no money. It's a, they go hand in hand. You need them both. Yeah. I think what what you want to do before you need the money is when they, people say the legwork, it's identifying the fan. It's identifying Correct. what kind of music you make. Where you have to you have to pick where you're going to hang your hat. And as yeah. an independent artist, I think that's one of the most difficult things because it is hard. You want to balance. You you want to go to music biz. Yes. You want to go to A three C. You want to go to South by Southwest. You want to print T-shirts. You want to pay a website. You want to buy good quality beats. You want to pay the videographer. I can't do it all. I'm doing it on my own. Okay, cool. So then scale back. And let's the music that you are making. What, how are we making it? Where is it being presented at? How are you packaging it? it and again, and who's learn listening? Who's listening? Who who is watching your video? Who is listening when you're performing? Who's in the crowd? Because that's your market. You need to figure out who your market is. You you. You, you want to sell water in the desert. You want to deliver something that people want Amen. and need. You can't just deliver something that people don't care about. You can't ram it down people's throats anymore. That's what we did in the 90s and hope that the repetition would take over. It's not that world anymore. People are very selective about what they want and what they need. You've got to figure out what it is that they need and give it to them. And people need music. I need music. You guys need music. Yes. Yeah. We all need music. So, you know, and be honest, people need entertainment. Yes. And they're the only two things yes. that sell in any recession or in a time of war is sex and entertainment. People are always going to make love, not war. And people always want to be entertained. And as entertainers, I think we lose sight of that. I think we lose sight that what we're creating is a form of entertainment. It may not be funny or entertaining to somebody else, but entertainment doesn't necessarily, entertainment does not mean not to take it serious because right. I can be entertained by a documentary. A good book can keep me entertained. You know, there's a lot of different yes. things I can find entertaining and understanding that what you're creating has to be entertaining. I think once you can wrap your mind around that concept, especially for these independent artists, they're gonna start to find that either A, they really wanna do this shit, or B, this ain't fucking for them. And it's okay if this isn't for you, get out now. You tried it, it was, you didn't like it, go on. If you tried it and no matter what, it busts you in the mouth and you love the taste of blood, then you wake up every day and you walk back in there and just stop walking into it with your mouth open. If you keep walking, remember, remember, remember Mike Tyson's punch out back in the days? Remember Mike Tyson's punch out? And whenever you came, you had to know. Whenever Joe Glass came, you had to know how they moved. It was the same kind of punches. Y'all just keep running into these punches wildly with your mouth open and wondering why your mouth is bleeding every day. Learn. If you go high and they go low, maybe you should just come in to the side. I, there's just a thousand different ways to figure it out. And that's what it's going to take for you to be successful is repetition. Doing, yep. Not doing the same thing over and over again. That's retardation. That's insanity. But doing something and wherever you may have made an error, correct it or adjust it or try a different method. 
more days, less days, a different color. Keep tabs on it. First one blue, zero response. Second one green, three response. Fourth one purple, 100 response. Guess what the fifth purple. one's going to be? Purple. <laughs> it doesn't take a rocket scientist to do that. It takes effort. And most of you would rather use that effort to complain about being helped than putting it into helping yourself. Correct. Mm. Do Chico. more of what works and less of what doesn't. It's really that simple. Chico.